Welcome to the Vine Church TC Community Podcast. This is Jamie Jones, your host, and I am so excited to share with you conversations with people right here in our very own community. I hope this brings us all closer together and reaffirms to each listener that you belong. Today's conversation is full of amazing God stories, ways that he has provided for an awesome new nonprofit. And I just, yeah, I'm blown away. It's so cool what God is doing. So without any further ado, here is my conversation with Amanda Lorraine, the founder of Grace Kitchen. Hi, I'm Jamie from the Vine Church. Nice to meet you. It's nice to meet you too. Thank you for agreeing to this. And I'm yeah. so curious about Grace Kitchen and I cannot wait to learn more. So thank you. Yeah, absolutely. I would love if you could tell me a little bit about yourself and what role you play uh, in Grace Kitchen. Sure. My name is Amanda Lorraine. I'm the founder and executive director of Grace Kitchen. We are a brand new nonprofit located in the heart of downtown Pasco. I'm also a pastor's wife at Lighthouse Church in Richland, Washington. My husband and I have five children and we've been married for 19 years. Wow. Awesome. So tell me about the mission of Grace Kitchen. So the mission of Grace Kitchen is to employ and empower women out of poverty. We are a job training discipleship program for women. We seek to come alongside the most vulnerable and marginalized women in our community and empower them out of poverty and destructive patterns in their lives. We do this by offering them job training and employment through the production of our gourmet dried food products. And eventually we want to grow into offering catering, a food truck, a barista program, and also a restaurant where women have the opportunity to learn to work. We want to help women gain marketable skills, making sustainable wages, no longer relying on government dependency and destructive relationships. Wow. So tell me more about what they're doing right now. You said dried. What What are you talking about? Dried what? Gourmet dried food products. So we have a line of spice rubs that we do that the women will create. And we also just purchased a pasta company. So we are going to start making artisan pasta, about 20 different flavors of different artisan pasta, as well as a sauce line. That's so awesome. So where are these products available somewhere to buy? Where would, where do you find these things? Oh, friend, Grace Kitchen does not launch until November of this year. So Ah! we haven't, we haven't opened yet. Okay. So this is brand, brand new. So you're just getting ready at this point. Okay. Awesome. So, uh, well, my next question is what is the history of your organization? So it doesn't sound like there's a long history, but I imagine there is, there is a story of how this came about. Yeah, there's a really cool story. So Grace Kitchen was founded by my husband and I in 2019. 
I've been serving as a chaplain at the Union Gospel Mission Women and Children's Shelter for almost six years since we moved to the Tri-Cities. And I've always had this strong desire um, to come alongside this population of women in a, in a bigger way if God allowed me, if God gave me that opportunity. And I've spent quite a bit of time with these ladies over the last six years and hearing their stories and praying and just listening to them. And what I came to realize in, in my opinion is their three greatest needs are friendship, discipleship, and employment. So I wanna break that down a little bit. Um, so friendship, so many of these women, they are isolated from the rest of society. These women are not joiners. They do not join book clubs and Bible studies and churches. The bus doesn't even run on Sunday, so they need a ride to actually get to church. And some of these ladies have never actually had a real friend that's willing to come alongside them and speak hope into their lives. Um, they also need discipleship. We all need to be discipled. And lastly, they need employment. These women need jobs. So my husband also, he's a pastor, but he also attended culinary school through um, CIA while serving in the U.S. Navy. So we've always been super passionate about food and cooking. And in fall of 2018, I won tickets to attend a fundraiser for Christ Kitchen in Spokane, Washington, where one of my favorite speakers, Jill Briscoe, had flown in from England to speak at this event. And after attending this fundraiser and hearing the founder of Christ Kitchen and her story of how they got started, I literally could not contain the excitement that I felt that evening. I, I remember driving home with my girlfriend and I just said, this is what I've been called to do my entire life. I'm going to do this thing. So I just began to pray and I read the Christ Kitchen book and God just made it very clear to me in different ways that he was calling my husband and I to actually launch a ministry just like Christ Kitchen here in the Tri-Cities. So I contacted them in Spokane and I began visiting um, the Spokane nonprofit and I totally fell in love with ministry there. And the executive director, Kim Kelly, she really just took me un under her wing. She joined our board as an advisor and they walked beside us on this journey to help us get started in the Tri-City. So we began building um, a board of directors and we've been so incredibly blessed with phenomenal leaders that have come alongside us to serve on our board. The, the president of our board um, is the Women and Children's Director at UGM, Lisa Godwin. So we began to pray for a commercial kitchen um, that was accessible on a bus line and in close proximity to the Union Gospel Mission Women's Shelter. And we were going to rent a little community kitchen in the heart of downtown Pasco, but I just didn't feel right about that space. It wasn't intimate in a way where we could come alongside these women and disciple them. So in January of this year, 2020, I was standing at my sink, washing dishes and just praying about where the Lord would want to position Grace Kitchen in our city. And I just felt so strong in my spirit. It wasn't an audible voice, but I just felt like the Lord was telling me to call the Union Gospel Mission and ask them to give me their old building, the Union Gospel Mission Men's Shelter there on 2nd Avenue. And I turned around and I told my husband, 
I think the Lord wants me to call and ask them to give me the building. And he's like, you're crazy, but go ahead. So I did that. I contacted Andrew Porter down at UGM and I cast vision to him about what I wanted to do in the city. And then over a series of meetings and a lot of prayer with their board of directors in March of 2020, days before the COVID stay at home order went into effect, we purchased the building from UGM for $10, equipped with a full commercial kitchen with lots of room to grow as an organization 20 feet from where we wanted to be. <laughs> oh my goodness. That's incredible. It is. <laughs> I mean, wow. So incredible. Okay, so since since March, you guys uh -huh. have just been doing what? Well, it was a men's shelter for 60 years. Well loved. Um, the building was built in 1913. It needed a lot of work. So when the stay-at-home order went into effect, we had just closed and we just had, we were flooded with volunteers and I had speaking engagements at different churches that, but then that happened and everything stopped. But um, I decided to surprise my husband with a night at the Lodge Hotel in Richland, Washington. And we walk in the door and I look down at the floor and I said, hey, honey, this is the kind of floor I would like at Grace Kitchen. The whole building needed to be remodeled and cleaned. And the general manager looks up at me and she says, what do you know about Grace Kitchen? And I said, well, I'm the founder and director. And she just starts crying and she says, I can't believe you're standing here. I'm literally trying to get a hold of you. I'm sending you an email right now. So it was just a sovereign hand of God bringing us into the lodge. And she begins to explain that she had done some research that she received the payroll protection program from the US government for COVID. She had 26 employees that were laid off currently and she wanted to bring them back to work and she had the funds to do it now from the government, but she had nothing for them to do at the hotel. So she was reaching out to me and there I was actually standing there. <laughs> to tell me that she would like to send 26 employees to Grace Kitchen to do whatever I needed to do for however long I needed, really. <laughs> so the next day we met, I said, absolutely, we met at Grace Kitchen. She toured the building and she said, we're all in. The following Monday, I had 26 housekeepers, maintenance men, front desk staff show up and clean the entire building from the very top corner to the basement. Every nook and cranny was scrubbed clean, the kitchen and um, painted. Lowe's stepped in, tons of churches donated funds, and we got the whole building remodeled. Oh my goodness. Wow, these these stories just keep getting better. Okay, how did she how did she even hear about how did she know about Grace Kitchen at that point? I'm just curious. So she yeah, so she contacted her church, and her church um, is one of our financial supporters, C3, and they they just recommended, well, why don't you reach out to Great's Kitchen? They're a brand new nonprofit. I'm sure they could use your help. But it was pretty amazing that I was standing there, <laughs> just surprising right. the date night, and it was 
it, you know, it, it was on the news. It was so such a cool story. <laughs> that is such a cool story. That is a God story. Yes, it is. So <clears throat> I know that you are not uh, officially open at this point, but I, um, I'm curious what, if you could kind of describe to me what the core values are of your organization. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. That's a great question. Um, we always go back to our core values at every board meeting, and they really um, they really drive everything that we do at Grace Kitchen. So number one is grace, because we are Grace Kitchen. Ephesians two eight says, "For by grace we have been saved through faith. It's not of our own doing. It's a gift of God." So because of this radical grace that God the Father has lavished on us, we want to extend that same radical grace to women who have not experienced the grace of God in their lives by offering them a place to come and experience His goodness through friendship, discipleship, and employment. Um, Number two is excellence. Philippians 4.8 says, whatever is true and honorable and just and pure and lovely and commendable and excellent, do those things and think of those things. We want every single thing we do at Grace Kitchen to be done with excellence, whether that is the way we love and care and disciple women, um, our food productions that we train these women in are to be produced by the ladies with excellence and all that we do with our time and our treasure and our talents as an organization to be done with excellence. We have five. So three is hope, Isaiah 41, but they who wait for the Lord shall renew their strength. They shall mount up like wings, like eagles. They shall run and not be weary. They shall walk and not faint. We believe in the future and hope that God has for women to change destructive patterns of brokenness and sin in their lives and to overcome challenges and be the person really that God has always created them to be for is unity. Psalm 133 talks about how good and pleasant it is when God's people live in unity. So we want to seek to um, walk in unity with the local church and with our community and with other organizations and nonprofits working together for the glory of God and the good of our city. And lastly is respect. Ephesians 2.14 says that Jesus is our peace and who has made us both one has broken down the walls of hostility. So we want everyone who walks through the door of Grace Kitchen whether that be the women who come to work, our volunteers, our leadership team, or even the mailman to know that they are seen by us, that they are valued by us, and they are worthy of respect and love. Well, amen to all of that. (laughs) Yes. Yes. So what are the community needs that uh, Grace Kitchen will be addressing? Yeah, so when Grace Kitchen opens in November of 2020, we will provide discipleship, Bible study, job training, and employment to women who are struggling to find employment. We desire to come alongside women who have not possibly worked in many years. Um, 
because of trauma in their life, homelessness, poverty, or even felonies from past mistakes. Often women in these types of situations, they are facing a lot of challenges that hinder their ability to be able to perform in necessary ways that our society expects of them. So at Grace Kitchen, we dream of bridging that gap and helping women to become employable, Jesus followers who make our city a better place to live. Is the, is the Union Gospel Mission, so I just talked to Andrew um, last week and he was telling me about the, the new facility and uh, I, I understood that to be the men's facility, mm-hmm. right? And so where's the women children facility? So it's about three blocks away. Don't quote me on that, but very close in the same neighborhood, just blocks away from the brand new um, men's shelter. Previously, the men and women's shelter were just uh, right next door to each other, you know. Right. Now. So so there's, right. So there, the women's children's still in the same location and now you're in the old men's location, right? Correct. Okay. So potentially a lot of the women that are being served by the Union Gospel Mission will have an invitation to participate in Grace Kitchen? Yes, absolutely. They are all invited to come over to Grace Kitchen on production days and um, receive job training and have an opportunity to become employed if if they would like. Yes. That was our dream. (laughs) I love the Union Gospel Mission and I always wanted to be serving them in a bigger way, coming alongside them, really. They're doing incredible work over there. Yes. Wow. That is fantastic. So what are the challenges or hurdles that Grace Kitchen faces or is Mm. facing right now? Sure. So Currently, the biggest challenges we're facing are remodel work. We just bought the pasta company, Pasta Mamas, and the building that we have is beautiful 8,200 square foot old brick building, but it has old electric and we need to hook up this $125,000 pasta machine that was give, basically given to us, <laughs> which is another God story. Um, but we need an electrician to come in and do that work for us because the quotes we're getting are just pretty astronomical. Um, yeah, we would like a volunteer commercial electrician to come in. It's not a hard job. It's a pretty simple thing, but that would be so awesome if someone hears this and comes to our rescue so (laughs) we can start making our pasta, um, We also need secure front doors, which we're working on. As I said, it's just an old building. And lastly, the city of Pasco is forcing us to do another bathroom remodel downstairs just to make it handicap accessible before we're allowed to open. But that's in process. So those are the biggest challenges and hurdles that we're facing is just the remodel work. And praise God, those are such little things. The last thing really is by next year, we're going to have to have an HVAC system. We currently have no AC in the building. (laughs) 
So that's really why we have any open because it was so hot in there this summer, but we have heat and we're just believing God that by next summer, he's going to provide. Yeah. Well, it sounds like he is aware and he's part of what you're doing <laughs> and he yeah. is, he is, um, yeah, he is, ha it's amazing how he's provided so far. I mean, $10 <laughs> for that building. That's incredible. So I would love to hear about, well, you kind of shared a little bit already about why your, your dream, why you're involved, but how, do you have a personal story of how being a part of this has impacted your life? Yeah. So I just want to share a little bit of my personal story of redemption. Um, God rescued me out of a very broken home. I was brought up around a lot of drugs and abuse, and I ended up out on my own as, at a young age. And being out on my own as a very young girl, um, unfortunately led me to be in places and situations and having to do things as a survivor that brought a lot of shame and confusion and guilt on my life. Um, by the time I was 18 years old, I was addicted to drugs. And I had my first child at 19 years old, and I ended up being homeless on the streets myself. And I never really thought that I would live past the age of 25 years old. But by the grace of God, Jesus rescued me out of my addiction and all the destructive lifestyles that I was wrapped up in. And over the last 20 years, God has just been preparing me and stirring my heart. And now he's brought me and my husband to this place where I know that I want to dive back into this mess and be a minister of reconciliation to women who are just like me, apart from the grace of God, saving me. These women have so much untouched potential and they need people to come alongside them and speak hope into their lives and show them the power of God to save and restore. Yeah, absolutely. What a beautiful and powerful story. So I'm curious, what did that look like for you? I, I, you say God, he rescued you. How? Mm -hmm. How did he rescue yeah. you? Yeah. So my husband and I were homeless, living on the streets and trying to get back to California really. And um, we didn't know God. We really knew nothing about the Bible. Both of us were raised in really broken homes and really just through people showing up and God just pursuing us relentlessly and just moving through his people. I remember my husband and I were sleeping in our U-Haul truck with our little baby and he just looked at me and he said, I, th I think you're going to think I'm crazy, but I just feel like like somehow God God is moving, like he's doing something. And I said, yeah, I think he is. <laughs> so we ended up by the grace of God, just moving to Spokane, Washington. Um, and we wanted to check out a church and just like hear about God. So we went to a Calvary chapel there and we heard the gospel and we just got radically saved and we were just on fire. And Jesus just rescued us from our addiction and we were not turning back. And about um, a year after that, the Lord called us into full-time ministry at Riverview Bible Camp, where we were able to serve for 10 years there. Um, and it was just a beautiful, sweet time where we were 
um, you know, in the middle of nowhere in a town of about 400 people. And we just had strong Christians pouring into us, discipling us, praying for us. And I just see the Lord's protection over us because if coming out of addiction, it's easy to fall back into it if you live in the city. So God just pulled us out and he put us up in the country and just, we were, we were just invested in by so many Christians and we were able to really grow in our faith there. Yeah. I love that. I love that story of how God used people. Like you just said, God used people to rescue you. And, and so now being a part of this, um, this vision to be one of those people in someone's life. Uh, so, so inspiring and beautiful. Thank you for sharing that story. And I would, I, I, so I'm curious if this story, if this question will be applicable since you haven't opened yet, but um, I imagine there's all kinds of connections and things going on already. So if you have a story of how someone's, someone else's life has been impacted by this, I would love to hear that. Yeah. By Grace Kitchen. So as I shared, we haven't started hiring women yet. So I don't have any personal stories to share of redemption quite yet from Grace Kitchen. But I will share that we have women calling all the time that need jobs. And we're just so thrilled to be able to open soon and partner with other organizations in our community and start discipling women through our job training program. I mean, I had, before we even had our website up, I was so blown away. This girl was calling me from federal prison over in Gig Harbor and we've been building relationship and we've been writing back and forth and she just really wants to be a part of the program. And yeah, we're just, it's breaking my heart that we're getting these calls and I'm having to turn ladies down right now, but it's coming soon and it's all God's timing. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. So what are some ways that people can support what Grace Kitchen is doing? Oh, I'm so glad you asked this, friend. This is such an exciting question. So one of the most important things we do at Grace Kitchen is teach women the word of God. So we do this through a paid Bible study on our production days for the women who work for us. That is how our day starts a Bible study before we dive into food productions. And then our day ends with a meal. So we study the word, we work, we train, we teach, we disciple. And then at the end of the day, we break bread together. So on production days, we invite women from the local church to come be a part of our morning Bible study as volunteers. And they actually stay for the day of productions. So our dream is to bridge the socioeconomic gap between women from the church and women from the streets because we're, we're providing this safe, welcoming space to break down the lies and the walls and the barriers between these two groups because women from the streets, um, they could have these ideas about women from the church like and we're perfect. We've never struggled. We've got it all figured out. And they could be really intimidated by us. And women from the church, 
um, I think could possibly be intimidated as well, or really just not know how to engage the brokenness of these women or where to engage women living on the street or women who are living in extreme poverty. So if, if you could tie ribbons and you can put stickers on packages and you can sit across from a woman and just study the word together, led by leadership, by the Grace Kitchen leadership, you can come and volunteer. And we, we're going to really rely on our volunteers for a lot of our productions that are being produced. So that's how you can come alongside women and you can be their friends and you can be a part of their, their story and be able to disciple them. And this is how Christ Kitchen has been doing it for, I believe, 30 years. And it is an incredible model, friend. So we're not just thinking this up. They have helped us get to this point. And it is awesome to be at Christ Kitchen on a production day and see the women from the streets flood in. And then there's so many women from the church there too, and not during COVID, but usually. And they're just together in this community and love and acceptance and oh my gosh, women from the church are just like realizing I've been in spiritual poverty <laughs> my whole life, you know, being with these women. It's so cool. So that's one way you can be involved. Um, obviously, we also need financial supporters. We need one-time donors. We need churches and businesses to come alongside us to invest financially in the salaries of our women. Um, and also we need your prayers. That's like the most important thing. We need God's people to pray for us because we are literally treading on enemy territory when we're talking about women leaving prostitution and addiction and destructive patterns and becoming women who have marketable skills and confidence in Jesus. Yeah. Yeah. So great, awesome tangible ways for people to support. Um, and so what is the first step if a person, so right now during COVID time, it's just weird, right? So, uh, and we don't know how long this is going to last. Uh, so what's the first step if a person wanted to, uh, become more involved? Sure. Yeah. Well, like you just said, friend, we're limited with the amount of volunteers we're able to have due to COVID restrictions, but you can contact me via email or Facebook messenger, Instagram or phone. And I'd love to get you connected if we can in an area where you can use your gifts to serve at Grace Kitchen. Okay. So what's the, do you guys have a website yet? Yes, our website is www.gracekitchentricities.org. Great. And you're located in the old Union Gospel Mission building, downtown Pasco. Yes. Okay. Wonderful. Well, thank you so much. I have one more question for you, my final question. And that is, what is one thing that is bringing you joy right now? Mm. I love joy. <laughs> There's a lot of things that are bringing me joy right now, but um, I've been reading a book by Mark Batterson and he talks a lot about obstacles in our life becoming opportunities for God to move in unexpected 
ways and do things in us, for us, and through us, um, and through other people. And we can never come up with these things on our own. And it's through these obstacles that God just totally blows our minds and surprises us with his generosity and his love. And that is what he has done for Grace Kitchen this year during COVID. And as I shared with the story with the lodge and the, the building. And I mean, there's so many more stories I could go on and on about his faithfulness and his love and his generosity and the community support that has rallied around Grace Kitchen has been overwhelming. And they have given up their time and their finances to help us get started. And we're just so humbled. We are so humbled by the outpouring from the Tri-Cities. They are such generous people. We feel so incredibly loved by the local church and individuals and businesses that have stepped up to the plate. I, I mean, God just loves these women and he wants to see their lives restored. So that's bringing me a lot of joy to see Absolutely. this mission and vision come to fruition so fast. <laughs> Yeah, we're just just playing catch up right now. (laughs) (laughs) Well, how could that not bring you joy? How can that not bring anybody listening to this? How could it not bring anybody listening to this joy? Because what, uh, what a wonderful and remarkable story of God, even in the midst of this ridiculous pandemic, um, you know, just, just doing, making things happen. And, um, yeah, it's beautiful. I love that. Thank you. Thank you, Amanda, for, for what you're doing, for, uh, for sharing that with me and with the listeners to this podcast. Beautiful. I can't wait to see what happens, you know, when you guys open and just, um, it's exciting. Thank you so much, Jamie. I look forward to meeting you in person and bringing you some wonderful artisan pasta and spice rubs made by our lovely ladies down there at Grace Kitchen. Are you kidding me? I cannot wait. (laughs) Yes. So have you guys, okay, so have you started with the, like the, the spices, the rubs and stuff yet? Like, are you experimenting during this time? So our line of spice rubs, so we have a chicken and a pork and a beef, and we're working on salmon and different rubs. Um, Those are already ready to go, packaged, licensed to the Department of Agriculture. The pasta um, company just happened (laughs) last month where we got all that pasta equipment. So like I said, we haven't been able to plug in the machine, but we have all the founder's recipes. He's an old Italian guy, and that's a beautiful redemption story as well for this local Tri-Cities pasta company that, um, yeah, has been out of business for quite some time. So we're also working on dog biscuits that we're going to sell at the Lodge Hotel. They're going to, they said that they want to buy dog biscuits from us and put those on the hotel beds for their guests. And yeah, we're just coming up with everything we can to create more jobs for women. Yeah. Yeah. So once you're open, you'll have women and come and that's their job, right? At Grace Kitchen while they get trained and then potentially they'll be able to get jobs at other places as well, right? Yes. So our goal is 
every woman who, who comes in starts in food productions, but as we grow, they will have opportunities to work in administrative work, um, marketing, you know, really raise up in food productions, um, catering, hopefully a barista program, you know, events, um, speaking engagements. I mean, uh, you know, hopefully God will give us a restaurant and we can just start, start that too. That would be really amazing. But the end goal for these ladies is not to stay in food productions. We want them to be making sustainable wages. So we are hoping to partner with businesses in our city that will um, give our ladies a chance after they graduate our program. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. Oh, I'm glad I asked that because that's really great to be able to include that too. Um, and yeah. we'll come back to this. I mean, I'm going to check in and check how it's going. I mean, I, I'm so, I'm excited and I'm so curious, you know, a year from now, what it's going to look like. If God has already done all these things, I can't wait to try the pasta and the, and the rubs and stuff too. So (laughs) thank you so much. I can say you you can, you can buy Christ kitchens, um, products at Yolks right here in the Tri-Cities. So they yeah, the, the Christ Kitchen in Spokane, you know, they are a separate entity to us, but they've helped us so much and they have wonderful mixes and stuff already on the shelves and ours will be there soon too, hopefully right next to theirs. Yeah. Does it say Christ Kitchen on it? It does. Okay. So I can look for it. Yes. All yes, right. Absolutely. Sounds good. Again, thank you so much for sharing your story, your vision, your heart. Um, that was just a very uplifting and encouraging time. And I appreciate you taking the time. Thank you so much, Jamie. God bless you guys at the Vine Church. I'm so blessed to be on here with you today. Thank you. I hope you enjoyed listening to this conversation. Be sure to subscribe to this podcast so you don't miss any of these stories that help us connect with each other right here in the Tri-Cities.